Today I'll be talking about the reading and writing goals that I've set for 2022 and how well they're going so far. I'm sure that every aspiring writer out there knows the importance of reading a lot of books um, across a spectrum of categories and genres Um, and I'm going to be honest uh, in the past I was that person who would look up the review and the rating for a book before even contemplating purchasing it Um, I'd type in the title into Google and uh, type in Goodreads review after it and if it wasn't at about 3.8 out of 5 then I wouldn't even give it the time of day. Uh, Who the fuck did I think I was? And as I started to take my writing, uh, my writing pursuits a little bit more serious, I, I came to realize the importance of quote unquote bad books or less than desirable books. Um, and they are just as important as reading these critically acclaimed uh, New York Times best-selling fucking books because they give you a lot of things to, I suppose, look out for and try and avoid uh, in your writing. And that's exactly what happened with the very first book that I read of this year. So this year I set a target for 50 books, uh, they could be non-fiction or fiction or whatever, just, just to read 50 books or novels or whatever by the end of the year. And, you know, it's always desirable to start off the year on a high, on a good book. Um, so maybe I should have, for this one instance, just looked up the reviews uh, and t- took them into consideration. Um, because I feel like if I did, I would not have chosen this book because I know they say not to judge a book based on its cover. But when I walked into the bookstore here in Belfast and seen this book cover, I thought, holy fuck, this thing is gorgeous. And that book was uh, called The Only Good Indians by a fella called Stephen Graham Jones and it has a pretty I would call it like a cult following um, a very passionate fan base that I don't really know what they see in the book it's it's kind of like a muddled shallow um, tale as far as I can tell but as I said before, it was extremely valuable for me because the stories that I do tend to write are horror, uh, psychological thrillers and stuff like that. So that's exactly where this book would fit in. And I was I was able to I was able to identify what the author was doing wrong and I'll absolutely take it into account uh, in my own work in the future. So I can't say that the book was a total waste of time, uh, but it's just a shame that I had to read it as the first novel of 2021. It kind of left a bad taste in my mouth, and 
if I had one tip for anyone who wanted to start their reading year off on a on a good note, it would be to just bite the bullet and look up the reviews and make sure that it's for you. So the second novel that I finished this year uh, basically made up for any of the shortcomings and more because uh, I honestly feel like this novel is one of the best that I've ever read, uh, which is a pretty pretty bold statement considering that I've only finished it th- two, three days ago. So I haven't given it a lot of time to marinate. And the reality is that I could look back on this in a few weeks and say, what were you thinking with such a, such a bold statement? But as of now, No Country for Old Men by Cormac McCarthy blew me away, honestly. It, from the very first word until the very last word, I was mesmerised by this man's ability to just capture my imagination and it's such a gritty tale. Um, I have a short review, short written review on my Instagram if you want to check that out. But uh, as far as I can tell, it's 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 pretty flawless. And as I said, it made up for the dud that was uh, the first book that I read this year. And as I was reading these two books, I had a lot of uh, a lot of things to read for my university. Um, a lot of Ch- Charles Dickens, which isn't as bad as I thought it would be. Uh, Oliver Twist stuff like that, and uh, I flicked through George Orwell's Animal Farm and Nineteen Eighty Four, so I've kind of been busy with that, but um, one of the promises or the goals that I set for this year was to read a little bit more nonfiction and a book that I picked up that I'm hooked on at the minute is called Sapiens. Um it's a pretty well known book. Uh Sapiens A Brief History of Humankind, I believe, is the, the full title. I can't remember the name of the author. I'm sorry. But I doubt you're listening anyway. Um <laughs> uh, but I've been reading that not uh in the typical way that I read a novel, but just pick it up here and there and read a few pages and it's very informative and it's it's good to know. It's um it's good to know where we came from and where we stand in the world and it gives a a really neat and understandable overview of just how fucking how much we don't matter in the grand scheme of things. And I know that sounds depressing, but for some people it can be um, somewhat therapeutic. In terms of the writing goals that I have this year, I do want to write and publish a 50,000 word novel. And I know that's going to be quite a feat considering that I'm in my second year of university and it's going to be fucking flat out. Going to be a lot of work. But I feel like I'm in the right mindset now and I've got a story that I am passionate about and I've got characters that I've been developing for quite a long time and I do I do feel now that my writing ability is as good as it's ever been um, and I know it will get better in the future but I just want to capture the story right now um, because 
as I discussed in one of my last podcasts, you know, if you leave a story for too long, um, without writing any words, it, it will die a very slow and painful death. So I've started the I've capitalized on starting a story, um, and my goal is basically to write a thousand words per day, and they could be the shittest, most disjointed, uh, few paragraphs you'll have ever read, but it's just at this point it's important to get the first draft done, uh. So I'll take a few weeks to get the first draft complete, and from then on. Hopefully the the drafting process and the editing process will shape this novel into something that someone somewhere will pick up and think, holy shit, this is good, let's publish it. So I'm trying to manifest that as best as I can. I know it's going to happen sooner or later, but I feel like uh, 2022 is the year that I can... I can get that done. So, yeah, I'm thinking July 2022. I can see my, I can see my book on the shelves. So, you better fucking buy it because I am broke. <laughs> Thanks for sticking around to the end of this podcast and enduring my disgusting accent once again. Um, if you're interested in learning more about writing and my writing ventures then make sure to hit that subscribe button and drop a like and i'll see you in the next one